Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for Cut, B is for Beef. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see, you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example, let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget, that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now... Hearts in Harmony. As is usually the case in such matters, everybody knows that Penny Gibbs is in love with Barry Carlton. That is, everybody but Barry Carlton. It's early evening in the Gibbs home, and with both Penny and her friend Peg Martin out for the evening, young Freddie Lang tells a fairy story to five-and-a-half-year-old Julie Martin. And here was this princess sleeping just like she'd been up all night the night before, but she didn't look at it at all because she was such a beauty. Yeah, regular sleeping beauty she was, which is what the little guys called her, too. It looked just like she was going to pull a female version of Rip Van Winkle, only along comes a Prince Charming on a white horse, and he gives her a kiss, which must shake her from head to foot, you know, because the sleeping beauty's eyes pop out just like someone had surprised her by handing her a million bucks. And then when she... Huh? Oh, oh, hi, Nora. Come on in, will you? I'm just telling Julie all about the beauty and the beast or the sleeping beauty or whatever it is you call it. You'll have to finish the story tomorrow. Why? Look, Julie's asleep. Well, what do you know? And you know what she told me? She said she wasn't a bit sleepy at all. What'd I do? Bored to sleep? Oh, crickets. No, little children never know how tired they are until they get to bed. Yeah, but I've been telling her the story only for about ten minutes. Well, that's just about all it takes for a little girl who's played hard all day. Come on, we better go out before we wake her up. Oh, yeah, sure. Good night, Julie. Yeah, yeah, good night, Julie. 
<laughs> Guess tomorrow night I'd better give you the cut-rate version, huh? Isn't she cute, Freddy? Yeah, sure is. I'll bet you were cuter when you were her age, though. <laughs> I had long curls. I'll bet you did, too. Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on, let's get out of here. Oh, I'll close the door. Okay. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Hmm? Is Julie covered up okay? You know, it might get cold during the night. Oh, I'll come in and look at her before I go to bed. Don't forget. No, I won't forget. Her mother asked me to look in on her before I went to my room. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Well, close the door. Let's go downstairs. Right. Yeah, it's some other that kid has. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, but, Freddie, maybe we shouldn't be too critical of her. She hasn't had a very pleasant time the last few years. Well, she doesn't have to take it out on her daughter. Oh, she's nice to Julie most of the time. What do you mean, most of the time? Oh, I mean, I've heard her speak harshly to Julie a few times, but maybe it was because Julie wouldn't mind. Why, that kid would jump off a hundred-foot cliff if you asked her to. That's how easy she minds. Mm. Uh, you know where Julie's mother is now? Instead of looking after her daughter? Oh, she went to the movies, didn't she? She did not. She went out to a dance with Barry Carlton. Oh, crickets. No, Miss Gibbs went out with Mr. Carlton, didn't she? Yes, as far as the Carlton mansion. Gibbsy has to do some book work for Mrs. Carlton tonight. Oh, so Mrs. Martin went to the dance. Mm-hmm. And she jumped at the chance, too. Mm. Hey, hey, don't don't slip there on those stairs, crickets. I think I waxed them up a little too slick this afternoon. Oh, I meant to tell you, Freddie, they look lovely. Well, they ought to. I worked on them until I could see my face in them. <laughs> then I thought maybe we ought to get dull wax instead of the shiny stuff. Oh, Freddie, don't be silly. <laughs> Hey, house is awful quiet, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Billings are out in the sunroom and hasn't been a sound out of little Valerie since she had her supper. Mm, everybody out of the house or out of sight. Mm. Makes you feel awfully alone, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Makes the house seem awfully big, too. Yeah, doesn't it? You know something, Crickets? What? Well, I, I don't know why it is. Maybe I'm getting soft or growing up or losing my nerve or something, but... Every now and then, especially at times like these, I I suddenly realize how big everything is and how little I am. <laughs> it scares me when I think about it. It is scary, Freddy. We are awfully little. Yeah, awfully little. In a great big world. Mm-hmm. Think about it too much and you get the shivers. Say, I, I wonder if that's what makes two people get together and want to stick together. You mean being afraid? Yeah. But I, I don't mean like... Being afraid of getting hurt or being scared of the dark or anything like that. I, I mean just being afraid of getting lost and, and being alone. Well, I hope it's not fear that brought us together, Freddy. Or fear that'll keep us together. I like to think it's love and that, that love is the reason we aren't afraid of... Afraid of the bigness of things or being lost or being lonely. Well, I guess it's love, all right, Crickets. The, the trouble is, I, I don't know why people fall in love. But I do know why they're scared. Oh, I guess the whole thing's too deep for me. I've got to be a whole lot smarter before I can figure it all out or even talk about it. Oh, you're smart, Freddie. You're awfully smart if you recognize that things are bigger than you are. And you prove how much you know when you admit to yourself that there's so little that you do know. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Daddy says a really intelligent person is never ashamed to say, I don't know. It's the people who really don't know a thing who always have an answer for everything. <laughs> well... I guess I must be a genius then, Nora, because I don't know the real answer to anything. Mm, you know the answer to a lot of things. <laughs> well, I wish I knew just one. A certain one, I mean. Oh, what's that? What goes with Gibbsy and this Barry Carlton? And where does this Peg Martin fit in? Freddie, I don't think that's any of our business, do you? Yeah. 
Yes, I do think it's some of our business. But plenty. Look, after what Gibsy's done for us, I don't think it's right for us to stand around and watch her get hurt. Well, what makes you think she's going to be hurt? It certainly isn't going to hurt her because Mr. Carlton took Mrs. Martin to the dance tonight. I heard Miss Gibbs suggest the whole thing. Sure, sure, that's just like Gibsy. Crazy to do somebody a favor. Just plain crazy, period. Hey, what time is it? Oh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, huh? Mm-hmm. wonder what time Peg will get home from that dance. What time Gibsy will come limping in from working at Mrs. Carlton's. I think I'll just stay and... Good night, Barry, and thanks for a lovely evening. That you, Gibsy? No, it's Peg. Who's that, Freddie? Yeah, it's Freddie. My, you're up awfully late, aren't you? Well, for not going to a dance, I guess I am, but then I didn't feel like sleeping. Why, it's one o'clock, Freddie, and you have to get... Nora, you still up, too? Oh, I've been reading, Mrs. Martin. The story's so exciting, I can't put it down. Oh, what a dull way to spend an evening, you two. One of you reading and the other one just sitting. Did you have a nice time, Mrs. Martin? Oh, I had a wonderful time, Nora. And to think Penny had to talk me into it. Yeah, yeah, she sure did, huh? Poor Penny. Isn't it a shame she had to work? Oh, I guess she's been home and in bed for hours, though, hasn't she? <laughs> Lucky girl, she'll feel wonderful in the morning and I'll just... As a matter of fact, Gibsy isn't home at all yet. She isn't? no. I guess that working is as much fun as dancing, or you dance fast and maybe Gibsy works slow. Well, the nerve of that, Mrs. Carlton, keeping Penny till this hour. If I were she Penny... She doesn't I... have to work this late very often, Mrs. Martin. Crickets, if she did, she'd never be able to get anything done in the daytime. Well, I won't be much good tomorrow myself if I don't get to bed, so I'll say good night. Good night, Mrs. Martin. Good night. Oh, crickets, but she looked pretty, didn't she? Yeah. Lobster's pretty, too, if you like lobster. Freddie, you just won't like her, will you? She won't let me like her. Well, what's she ever done to make you dislike her? Not a thing, not one thing. That's it. No, not one thing. Just a million of them. She was so sorry for Gibsy because Gibsy had to work. <laughs> Bet it was all she could do to keep from laughing out loud. I know I almost bit off the inside of my cheek to keep from roaring right in her face. One thing I didn't like, she didn't say a word about Julie. No, of course she didn't. Some mother she is. And you remember the act she put on to get Gibsy to bring Julie down here to live? Well, Nora, that's all it was. It was just an act. Well, I know if I had a little girl like Julie, she'd be the first thing I'd think about when I got home from a dance. Listen, if you had a kid like Julie or a kid of any kind at all, Nora, you wouldn't be going out to dances. Not you. Why, it'd be all a guy could do to get you to walk to the corner drugstore. Freddie, we're wrong to talk about Mrs. Martin this way. She does have... Well, oh, I... here's Miss Gibbs. About time. Hi, Gibsy. Hello, Freddie. I wonder why the living room lights were on. What are you doing up so late? I... Oh, Nora, don't tell me you waited up for me, too. Oh, no, Miss Gibbs. Freddie felt like staying up, and so did I. Oh, crickets, Miss Gibbs, but you had to work late. Oh, I sure did. As a matter of fact, I think I'm too exhausted to climb the stairs. Are uh, Valerie and Julie all right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Hasn't been a peep out of either <laughs> one of them. Good. I hope you went up to see if they were both covered. Yeah, I went up just a few seconds ago. They're both okay. Just a few minutes ago, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't Peg home yet? Oh, yes, yeah, she's home. Yeah. She just got home, Gibsy. And tripping the light fantastic, too. Not half knocked out the way you are. Well, six hours of book work is a little tiring, Freddie. <laughs> anyway, I hope Peg had a good time, did you see? 
She said she had a wonderful time, Miss Gibbs. I knew she would. I told Barry to be especially gay tonight if he could, because Peg was brooding about Jim again today. What does she waste her time thinking about that bum for, Gibbsy? He was no good when he was alive, so what's the sense in brooding about him now that he's dead? It's also recent, Freddie. It's kind of difficult to erase things like that from your mind in a short time. Erase is a good word, Gibbsy. You know, I think there's somebody else around here who needs a little rubbing out, too. Freddie, who? Never mind, just... just no, Freddie, you said that for a reason. Now, who yes, is Yes, yes, I said it, but I guess the reason was all wrong. Skip it, Gibbsy, will you? I, I didn't mean anything by it at all. It was just supposed to be a smart crack. That's all it was, Miss Gibbs. Freddie was trying to be funny. Well, I... guess after one o'clock in the morning, I uh, lose my sense of humor. I think we all ought to turn in, don't you? Yeah, sure, Gibbsy. I'm going to hit the hay in just a minute, but... I wanted to talk to Nora for a second alone. Oh, crickets, Freddie. Can't wait until morning. We've talked for hours. Oh, it'll only take a minute. I know, Freddie. You want to say goodnight to her alone? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Good night. Good night, Gibbsy. Don't bother to look in on Valerie, Nora. I'll take a peek at her. Oh, all right, Miss Gibbs. Good night. Well, did you notice the difference, crickets? Hmm. It's Gibbsy who's gaga over Barry Carlton. But it's Peg Martin who comes home singing after dancing with him all night. Poor Gibbsy comes home dragging from too much work. I know, but Freddie... Look, Crickets, you're a nice girl, and I'm trying my best to be an awfully nice guy, but we're going to turn sour seeing things like this go on. I don't think it'll happen again. Well, I do. Now, listen, Nora. Let's get out of here before the lid blows right off this joint. Is the girl whom Penny Gibbs has so generously befriended going to break Penny's heart? Is Peg Martin going to turn Barry Carlton against the woman who so deeply loves him? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef. Tender, juicy, rich red. Marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you can get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waste, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy a Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. And don't forget... Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.